We are Gilbert and George. And this is Resonance 104 4FM. The Art of Listening. You can donate money to keep this lovely station alive via the website. Your radio is tuned to Resonance 104.4 FM. My name's Jack Thurston and this is The Bike Show. This week's show, we're going to be talking about the chronic lack of good bike mechanics. And we're going to be hearing from one of the best. And we're also going to be hearing from a couple of people who've decided that it's their mission to train a new generation of London cycle mechanics. As I'm sure regular listeners to the show will know, I'm a long-time London cyclist, probably 25 years or so since I first um, pedalled a bicycle on the streets of London. And despite it being a big city, and despite uh, there being more and more people riding bikes every year, it's sometimes a little bit of a small world. And um, one of the ways that that manifests itself is that there are few people whose names just pop up again and again in different, um, different circles, different situations. But um, they're the kind of people who, who have attained a kind of legendary status within the world of London cycling. You could have Barry Mason of Southwark Cyclists, Patrick Field of Dunwich Dynamo and the London School of Cycling, even Buffalo Bill, moving target editor and now impresario of London Hardcourt Bike Polo. But right up there... Um, in the Premier League of um, London cycling personalities is a woman who I've been very keen to have on the show and I can't believe it's quite taken five years to uh, to hook up with her but I guess she is a busy woman. Um, she runs probably the most accomplished bicycle repair shop in London, certainly 
the repair shop that's got the longest waiting list and um, and probably the best reputation they'll take on work that nobody else will take on and finish it with a quality that's pretty much unmatched anywhere else i'm talking about bicycle workshops ninon asuni and i was um, really happy to meet up with her at the cycle show at earl's court last month and i started by asking her to give me the potted history of bicycle workshop i started bicycle workshop in 1979 because there was a shortage of places that could actually repair bicycles properly and lots of people were comp- lots of my friends were complaining and i was repairing all my friends bicycles i got bored with what i was doing for a living and decided i wanted to do something different so a friend and i got together and decided we'd get ourselves jobs in other bicycle shops first and learn the ropes and we did that for a year and then eventually got ourselves a small short life unit near the Portobello Road and that's where we started. But I'm actually on my own now. Brian decided it was a little bit more work than he really wanted to be doing and I thought I'd have a go and do it on my own and luckily I did because it's nearly 30 years later and I'm still doing it. So were you a keen cyclist before you started a bike shop why why were people coming to you to have their bikes repaired because i was always repairing my bike and my bike was always mechanically in good condition and i was cycling long journeys i was working in fulham as a librarian and i was living in wilston green so i was cycling backwards and forwards every day and keeping my bike in very good condition and friends were impressed and so they would ask me to help them to fix their bicycles. So they started as my customers and they passed the word around. And it just grew by word of mouth in the community. Yeah, I suppose it's worth saying something about the state of cycling in London in the 70s and early 80s. It's yeah. very different from how it is now. Very few people cycled then. It was much more, you got much more of a sense that if you rode a bicycle, there was something wrong with you or you didn't have any aspirations and things like that. And people used to shout at you on the road and tell you to get out of the way and they're very rude to people who rode bikes. It was looked down upon. But I've always ridden a bike and I always saw it as the best way to get around. I get impatient with standing around waiting for buses and public transport's better now, but I would still ride a bicycle. In the early days, um, before you became this kind of legendary figure in London uh, cycle scene, you know, what was it like? How were you, how were you learning the ropes? How, how did you get to where you are now, as it were? I did lots of reading. I went to, to bike shops, older bike shops, and spoke to the people and learnt a lot from talking to the people who ran bike shops that now don't exist anymore because the people have retired and moved on and their families haven't taken over the business and haven't stayed in it. And that's what got me started. And also doing a lot of reading, keeping up with the changes, reading technical manuals and knowing what was happening and practicing on my own bicycles because you buy different bicycles so that you can practice different things. An old man I knew who owned a bike shop taught me how to build bicycle wheels and that's how I learned. And then I just practiced until I felt good enough to do it myself in the shop. And what do you think makes a good mechanic? What are the kind of attributes that you, um, you see in yourself but also you see in others? 
people think being a bicycle mechanic's easy, but it's not that easy because you have to have a lot of patience. You have to be diligent. You have to actually be able to think laterally and to actually look at a, look at a problem and sort it through. And it's not always as logical as you would expect to be. It's not intuitive being a mechanic and it's not always intuitive doing some of the repairs. They don't work the way you would expect them to. You have to do things correctly, in the correct order. And I think a lot of people underestimate the complications of doing that. How many people do you have now working at um, Bicycle Workshop and how did you find them? I've got three people working for me now, just took on a third person. And his, the new person's job is really mainly to help me with all the background work, with sorting out the stock and things. But he is a mechanic as well, so when we need to, we can always use him and we can move people around. I pride myself in the fact that my staff stay in the shop for a long time. And the other two have been in working in the shop for nearly seven years and just over five years. And they're both very competent mechanics. Um, mechanics notoriously are not that good always at dealing with people and I like to think that they are actually quite good at talking to customers because we're in the shop front we work where the customers can come in and talk to us we don't shove the mechanics out the back and in the basement and you've got the um, the longest waiting list of, of any bike shop in London which I guess is testament to um, the demand there is among people to have their bikes fixed by you or is that because you don't take in so many or well, why, why have you got such a long waiting list? The waiting list is a combination of things. It's partly because we do things that other bicycle shops turn away. We will repair Sturmy Archer hub gears and we'll take apart bits of bicycles that some other shops would look at and turn their noses up at. Um, and then we also have very high standards. I expect a bicycle when it's being serviced to be serviced thoroughly so we won't do a full service in one hour it'll take a half to two-thirds of a day to service a bicycle if you're doing that level of work you can't rush it and it means you can't take on as much work in one day and do you think there's a shortage of good mechanics in London yes there's a huge shortage of mechanics that's one of the biggest problems everyone says to me why don't you expand but it's not that easy apart from the fact that space is an issue it's also not that easy to get mechanics that can actually do the job I think it's got to be a particular mindset you've got to be the kind of person that enjoys taking little things apart and putting them back together again because it's not it's not a lifetime career that most people would choose but for those of us that have chosen it, it does give satisfaction. And there's something very, very nice about taking a bike that comes in all grubby and horrible and having it go out working absolutely beautifully and looking fantastic. And the customer's pleasure as well, once they've got over the shock of paying for it, of course. But there's also, traditionally in the cycle trade, there's been a lot of people that do just see it as a passing phase where they will come in and work for a short period of time and then move on. 
I think that might be part of the reason that a lot of bike shops don't have a very high standard of mechanics because they're using people who pass through very short time. So what's the solution? I think these, these schemes that have started up, there's a new scheme in London training mechanics and there's also the one in Aylesbury. They're not that well known yet and not all, not all of the shops are using them and they do tend to expect you to already have a job. The idea, I think, would be if people could go to them in the same way they could go to college and train for any other job. Well, improving the professional standing and the standards of bike mechanics is very much the mission of Cycle Systems Academy. And I went along there um, to Islington to their brand new uh, training premises to meet with director Sean Lally. Um, Cycle Systems Academy grew out of the Bike Doctor, which um, many of you might be familiar with, they began a couple of years ago only um, as a, a kind of maintenance firm, uh, mobile maintenance, doing a lot of fleet maintenance for companies, but also public um, events uh, paid for by Transport for London, um, helping people get their bikes back on the road. They've recently um, expanded their work from fleet maintenance and mobile maintenance into cycle mechanic training. And I asked Sean what was his thinking in moving into the world of training bike mechanics. We've always run maintenance courses, the simple eight-hour maintenance courses for people, often at workplaces. And we just had a, an inspiration for training. The idea initially behind Cycle Systems Academy was a social enterprise that was going to train disadvantaged youth in London to actually help bring all this public money that's pouring into cycling to the Londoners that need it the most. That was the, the first idea behind it. And our initial discussions were with London Development Agency and various other people who channel fund, public funds into educational uh, facilities and development. And we just got absolutely nowhere. You know, you, you can spend months and months, years and years speaking to public bodies. So what we realised is we had to run the Academy as a commercial venture. And the more we looked at it, the more we realised it was a great commercial venture. There's a huge shortage of cycle mechanics in London and in the country. And that's only going to increase as the cycle trade increases. There's more and more bike shops opening and there's, there's less and less staff. And there just hasn't been a, a professional training facility in London. So what we did is at the bike show in 2008... I literally walked around with a little document saying, please sponsor the Cycle Systems Academy. And I went to every single stall, expecting people to laugh in my face, to be honest, but you've got to try. And I was absolutely flabbergasted when the likes of Specialised, Campagnolo, Trek, Brompton, Pashley, Look, Avid, all these really big companies were like, yeah, we'd love to sponsor you. What do you want? And um, we've ended up with... Uh, huge amount of equipment, a fantastic amount of tools. I mean, Pedros, our incredibly generous and imaginative Pedros, just said to us, what would you like? And I gave them a best-case scenario, like a wish list, and they said, OK. So our students have got these fantastic Pedros tools. Talk of all that lovely gear was enough to get my mouth salivating. So I asked Sean to take me downstairs to take a closer look at where all the training takes place. It's a completely modern, up-to-date, state-of-the-art, we like to think, workshop. There are 10 workbenches, each with a complete complement of workshop tools. So we're trying to um, 
teach students, first of all, everything there is to teach, but also to set a standard for them. So when they've seen this, they know what a bicycle workshop can be and should be. And it's all part of our company's uh, mission, really, to raise the expectations and raise the standards of cycle mechanics. So not only in terms of training good mechanics, but actually we, you know, we do a lot of work with corporate clients and really just to raise the expectation of exactly what cycle mechanics can be and for it as a trade to be something that is very respected and something that's well numerated and currently isn't. So what we're hoping to do is to train students, which we're doing. We then arrange internships uh, for graduates into the bike trade so people can come and get trained here. They go and do some work experience at a bike shop or maybe a large supplier and from then they've got experience and contacts as well. And then they can go on to a job and people, your students have been offered jobs after these work placements. Or indeed they can start their own business with the confidence that they've worked in a commercial environment. Because even though our assessments here, the practical assessments here, are timed to commercial timescales. So, you know, if you build a wheel, you build it in an hour, just like you do in a bike shop. And if you can't, you, you fail. You know, you're not a graduate. So they've done that here. But to do that in a bike shop with 10 other bikes in the racks waiting for you, with the boss tapping his fingers, knowing that if the bikes aren't done at six, the customers won't be happy, is a really important part of someone's education. Ian Perkins is the chief trainer at Cycle Systems Academy. For the last uh, 12 years, I've been in and out of bike shops, uh, uh, earning me money, building, repairing and servicing bikes. And what attracted you to become uh, a teacher of the skill and the trade? Um, the teaching side of it, just chatting to Sean while I've been working, he suddenly realised that the way I apply the knowledge would actually work out rather good on the teaching side of it. Up until then, I was just one of his mobile mechanics and then it's actually turned out really nice, the, the whole turnaround of it, realising how much knowledge can actually flow out of you and you actually put it down to it and how much I've actually stored up inside me with bikes. Uh, just reflecting my life with bikes, really. It's been really nice. And what, in your view, makes a good mechanic? Anybody can be a good mechanic. Uh, if they're willing to put themselves to it. Uh, I mean, a little bit of um, uh, understanding on the bikes and, and mechanical sort of insight is good, but if you're willing to learn, we can train just about anybody to actually 